Hey guys, this is Kylie. And I'm Riley, and this is KR Rewind. What's up, Kylie? Not much. How's it going today, Riley? Oh, you know, I'm just chilling. I got my coffee. As always, you cannot record without a big old cup of coffee. No, you can't. We talk about coffee a lot. We, I think literally every episode at the beginning we've mentioned coffee. Or chocolate. Or chocolate. Wow, we need help. That's <laughs> really relevant to who we are as people, though. So Yeah. Keeping I mean, it on. Maybe we should just put coffee into our intro at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, podcast and coffee. Yeah. And Honestly. if, you know, hey, pause the cast. Some coffee, guys. <laughs> we can all drink coffee together. We don't have chocolate this week, unfortunately. But. Or if you want to get more relaxed, you know, grab, grab like a martini or yeah, beer or. Wine. Yeah, some wine. Yeah, we're drinking our coffee because it is 3.30 p.m., And we're coffee addicts. And we're coffee addicts. We literally need it. It doesn't matter how much coffee we've had earlier. No. We still need it now or else we would be dead. We would be dead on the floor. It would (laughs) would be good. We wouldn't be here. No. Recording. No. We wouldn't be able to drag ourselves out of bed long enough. All right, Kylie. So I'm excited for today. I'm really excited for today. So Um, it's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about the Donner Party. Sometimes known as the Donner Reed Party. Yes, and some of you might be familiar with the Donner Party because they were the the party that got stranded in the Sierra, um, Sierra Nevada. Yep. So the Sierra. Thank you. You're welcome. See, I'm like, (laughs) good thing I have my coffee. Yes, they were (laughs) stranded in the Sierra Nevada mountain range of California, and they're most famously known um, to have eaten um, different members of their party for survival. They're yeah. tied to cannibalism. Now, a lot of the surviving party members uh, like to reject that. They yeah, don't really there, there fully are admit like it. diaries that do kind of admit it, which is why historians haven't like fully dismissed it as false. But right, so yeah, Donner Party something that and cannibalism are really proud of. But it, it is important to note. That the cannibalism only happened to the people who had already died. It wasn't Correct. like they were murdering each other and Correct. eating them. It's an important distinction to make. It wasn't like malicious cannibalism. No. <laughs> but disturbing, um, yeah. disturbing anyways. Yeah, Kylie, exactly. let me ask you, if you uh-huh. were in a survival situation, oh man, would you eat human flesh for See, survival? It's one of those things where we can't really say what we would do in any given situation. I'd like to say that I wouldn't because that's disturbing and I that would sure gross me out an insane amount. I feel like you'd have I don't to think be, I'd be able to very hungry. You'd have to be in a mindset that's just so desperate and I've never been in a mindset like that. So I and not say yeah. how I would react. And let's hope you never are. Yeah, no um, kidding. No but kidding. But hey, if you got to survive just like the Donner party had to, you yeah. got to you got to take extreme measures. Yeah, it you have to be a little bit um, lenient with your judgment of people in conditions like this just because yeah, you have no idea. I know. I know. Okay. So, 
The Donner Party was rescued more than 163 years ago um, in the Sierra Nevada mountain range in California. And what's interesting about the Donner Party, they are loosely connected to the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, tell me more. So I think, you know, first of all, I'm a huge Lincoln fan. He's so cool. I mean, and I think everyone would say that Lincoln's one of their favorite presidents. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah, more or less. Um, I mean, even if you have your faults with Lincoln, like, yeah. he did a lot. And, you know, I think not much is known, or I think most people don't know much about Lincoln before he was president. Um, no, I don't think, yeah, unless you really <laughs> study Lincoln, I don't think anybody, beyond just like Log Cabin. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm going to kind of talk about how he's connected to the Donner Party, and I think this is fascinating. Okay, so James Fraser Reed one of the more prominent leaders of the Donner Party group. And there is 89 total people within this party heading for California. But James Fraser Reed was uh, one of the main guys that survived this whole extravaganza, if you will. So among Reed's possessions, they found some U.S. military documents that relate to Lincoln. And so this was before Lincoln um, became the 16th president of the United States. Um, and Lincoln, Private Abe Lincoln, um, served in the United States military as a private. He was 23 years old. And the documents that were found on Reed were describing Abraham Lincoln as a private. Um, it said he owned a horse worth $85. Um, he had equipment valued at $15. And he had a United States-issued tent that he had to return once he was um, released from the military. Interesting. And it, it is interesting. Yeah. And uh, at the time when Lincoln was enlisted as actually a volunteer private under the United States military, he was in the war. He was in the Black Hawk War. And this was a very brief war lasting May of 1832 to August of 1832. So not even a year. Um, and this was a war between the United States and the Native Americans, led by Black Hawk, a sock leader. And so he was kind of tied into that during the time of the Donner Party. And I'm not sure if this is a conspiracy, but I think Lincoln was Lincoln knew James Fraser Reed loosely, and he was supposed to travel with the Donner Party to California. Oh. But he got elected as president, or he, his wife wanted him to run as president of the United States. Um, and so he didn't embark on that journey. But Ooh, can you imagine wow. if he would have, we wouldn't have had we wouldn't know, Abe. We wouldn't know him as the president of the United States. We'd know no. him as a member of the Donner Party, whether he was a surviving member or not. That's exactly. Crazy. It is crazy. So if that, I'm glad... Abe wasn't a part of that, but Kylie, yeah. tell me, tell me about the Donner Party. All right, so the Donner Party or the Donner Reed Party. Um, it was named for the expedition's captain George Donner, and they were a group of American pioneers who migrated to California in a wagon train from the Midwest. So the Donner and the Fraser Party specifically come from uh, Springfield, Illinois. So the home of Abraham Lincoln. Uh-huh, which, I mean, story checks out from earlier. 
Um, but the families of the brothers, George and Jacob Donner, and a local businessman, James Reed, left Springfield on April 14th of 1846. With the addition of roughly a dozen Teamsters and employees, the initial Donner party numbered about 31 people. Um, and within a month of setting out, the Donners and Reeds had reached Independence, Missouri. So on May 12th, almost a month after they set out, they became part of a, a huge wagon train headed west to California, um, to the fertile farmlands that were really drawing in a steady stream of settlers in the 1840s. Yeah, this was like a time when people were really just trying to get west. Everyone was trying to get to California, and the Donner Reeds were no different. They wanted to get out there. The wagon train group that they had joined divided on July 20th of 1846, with most of the wagon train heading north towards Fort Hall, which was southeastern Idaho, and using the well-known Oregon Trail to continue. But the Reeds and Donners and a number of others in the party chose to head southwest instead, electing to use a quote-unquote shortcut to California. And was that a mistake? It was such a mistake. It had oh. been recommended by a super unreliable guide named Lansford Hastings. They had no reason to trust that it was a shortcut. Don't trust and random strangers. What was super interesting to me is that Hastings had claimed that his route was going to shave off about 300 miles. Mm-hmm. It actually added 125 miles. Ooh, that's quite a bit. Yeah, a lot. So, you know, when everybody else had already, everyone who had split off had already made it to California, the Donner Party was... Out of luck. Yeah, they were out of luck. They were racing the weather trying to get there before the snow blocked everything, but spoiler alert, they didn't make it. So they entered the what was called the Hastings Cutoff, this shortcut, on July 31st, and this took the group south of the Great Salt Lake in what is now Utah. So they made pretty good progress during their first week in the cutoff. Um, Hastings, ironically, had broken off. He left. Of course he did. Leaving Reed to act as the company's guide. And Reed had never been this way. So already that's not a great idea. And it's also fishy that Hastings didn't stay with them. All right. Sure. Okay, dude, thanks. Makes sense. Um, And then on August 30th, they entered the Great Salt Lake Desert. So they had gathered as much grass and water as they could carry. Um, Well, and let me pause you, Kylie. The Salt Lake region is kind of harsh. Yeah. I mean, it's, and especially around this time of year, what did you say? We're in mid-August? We're in July. Oh, July. Even you, worse. No, no, no. Sorry. End of August. You're right. You're right. Okay. So the deserty region of the Salt Lake area, it's yeah. harsh. Yeah. And when and you have And the water, many, the yeah. water's not okay to drink. No. And it's sparse. Like, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of it. And when you have that many, like, oxen and cattle- who they're also kind of relying sure. on for food. Sure, you have to feed, you know, your oxen yeah, and your cattle and exhausted your people. from the journey. So going mm-hmm. through this desert, and I mean, um, Hastings has said that they were supposed to be able to cross it in two days, but it took five days to cross. Wow. Because Hastings is a liar, obviously. <laughs> like, at literally everything he has told this party is so completely false. It's ridiculous. What a douchebag. I know. And, he and left, then split he didn't off. Even stay with them. Like, what is that? But while they were crossing, they lost dozens of cattle and they had to abandon a lot of wagons because of it. Um, and I'm sure supplies too. They had to oh be yeah. choosy with they, what supplies they, they took. They had to throw out a lot of supplies and they 
pretty much had disposed of everything that wasn't absolutely essential sure. to survival. Well, and for those of you who, like, are having a hard time connecting with how big of a struggle and impact this would have clear back in the 1800s, if you played the popular computer game Oregon Trail as a kid, think of that. Like, I mean, it was any little thing could mean life or death back in the 1800s traveling out west. So keep that in mind. losing dozens of cattle was detrimental and sure especially would be once they were trapped it and slowed you down they lost a lot of valuable days searching for the missing cattle before beginning their navigation of the ruby mount the ruby mountains in modern northeastern nevada and these days like losing those days in the grand scheme of things was probably what led to their downfall because sure you know if they had gotten to the pass days before, before they the could have beat the storm yeah before the snow had piled up You know, but we'll never know. But they lost a lot of days searching for the missing oxen. By September, the Hastings Cutoff had rejoined the main California trail that everybody else had taken all the way through. Um, All the other migrants of 1846 had reached California, and the Donner Party was racing the weather to clear the passes of the Sierra Nevada. So tensions ran really high, and on October 5th, there was an altercation between Reed, James Reed, and a teamster employed by yes. another family. He stabbed someone, did uh-huh. he not? It ended with Reed fatally stabbing the man. So a lot of members of the party really wanted Reed to be hanged. Sure. But all, all together, they decided to just banish him from the party instead, and he rode ahead on horseback. Wow. Which, while his family stayed behind, which for him at the time was probably not the best, but in the long run... I mean, he made it out, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he continued west, and the Donner Party began their ascent of the Sierra foothills very low on food. They were surviving by killing off some of the remaining oxen. And um, that, that, was a, that was a common practice. I mean, yeah. if you're low on food and you can afford to kill off a team of of like an oxen yeah. or especially since they were throwing off supplies they didn't yeah. need as many wagons necessarily so yeah. it wasn't if you killed off a couple oxen and had two less wagons sure and you if, all just pile into fewer yeah and if you're hungry you know the unfortunate thing of it is you might have to to kill one of your oxens yeah it and, just is what it is yeah but they became stranded en route to california in late 1846 their progress was blocked by snow uh, they got trapped by exceptionally heavy snow in the Sierra Nevada. Like, it was really unfortunate. So most of the party built crude cabins near a lake by the pass. And eight days of almost continuous snow ensued, during which time many of the oxen, which, as we said, were the chief reserve of food at this point. Mm-hmm. They don't really have any other choices. You know, there's so much snow. It's a storm. Um, but a, m- most of the oxen wandered off and were completely lost. Which was detrimental. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times these oxen, you know, they they really did love their animals. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're harsh to their animals, but a lot of times oxen were an investment to them, too. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. think about, like, all the capital you own today, your car, your house, um, all of the fancy things you own. Back in the day, if you own an oxen, you're doing pretty well for yourself. So when yeah. these animals died or got injured or had to get killed, they didn't take it lightly. Yeah, and imagine, like, not even thinking about food sources and all that. Imagine if the pass had cleared out within two days and then, like, the majority of their oxen were just gone. Like, how were they going to pull all those wagons? How were yeah. How was everybody going to get through? And in all that snow? 
Yeah. I mean, you know how hard it is to walk in buttloads of snow. Yeah. And there were s- there were so many children in the party. Like, you're gonna, you're not going to ask all those kids to walk. Yeah. Like, yeah. you just can't. But on November 20th, Patrick Breen, whose family joined the party in Independence, Missouri, began a diary, which he continued until March 1st. So his account of the winter of 1846 and 1847 provides the only contemporary written record of the Donner Party's ordeal. So a lot of what we know about the Donner Party is taken from this diary. Wow, I'm glad you wrote it because it's interesting. It's super interesting. But on December 15th, Bayless Williams, who was an employee of the Reed family, died of malnutrition at the late camp. And his death was the first recorded death in the camps, although and there were going to be a lot more yeah, deaths to Unfortunately follow. for them, that's a reoccurring yeah, he theme. he was not the last. So on December 16th, the day after the death of Bayless Williams, a party of Ten men and five women set out to cross the mountains on improvised snowshoes. You know, I think they just got desperate, and they were like, you know, even if we die along the way, we're going to die anyway, so we might as well try to make it over. It was either all or nothing. Yeah. Whatever you could do to potentially survive. Exactly. So during a month's harrowing and often overwhelming hardships from the cold, the storms, the deep snow, and extremely inadequate food, they struggled onwards. Um... Eight of the men died on the way, and the bodies of some of them were supposedly eaten by others. Um, two men and all the women got through to Sacramento Valley. So at this point, the settlers of California organized a relief party, which left Sacramento on January 30th, 1847. So the Donner Party had already been out in these late cabins starving to death mm-hmm. for a very long time. By the point that the Sacramento Party left Sacramento on January 30th. Um, hey, that's my birthday. Oh, yeah, it is. Ha-ha. Nice. You learn something new every day. Yeah. So the seven men in the relief party reached the lake camp on February 18th. So it took a while to get there. Um, they took 23 members of the starving party, including 17 children, back to the settlements. Unfortunately, several deaths occurred along the way because they were already so starving. Yeah, they were cold. famished. Like, it was... It was a really hard journey. Um, I'm sure some of them had frostbite. Um, yeah, and especially with all the children. Like, you don't know how young the kids were. Like, it's sure. so much harder for kids to survive. Uh, yeah. Like, and tragically. If, like, yeah. And if not frostbite, I'm sure, you know, they had some illnesses. Yeah. Pneumonia. It, just, it wasn't It wasn't good. No. Um, Pretty other, grim. Other relief parties followed, but because of illness and injuries, like we said, it was impossible to remove everyone. You just you you couldn't save everyone no matter how hard you tried, but when the food ran out back at the lake cab- cabins, some of the members of the group reportedly resorted to cannibalism of those who had already died. You know, after the dogs and the cowhides had all been eaten, the survivors, like we said earlier, what choice did they really have? Well, yeah, and if you look back um, during survivalist accounts especially going back into history, um, a lot of people resort to cannibalism yeah. um, when it's having to do with survivalism. Yeah, uh, I can't literally nothing left. Yeah, and I can't remember, like, more of a recent time this has happened. Um, I can't remember uh, uh, what this account is called, but there is a real famous plane crash, and I'm not sure if this happened in the United States, but... Um, two of the people actually survived this crash, um, 
And I think one of them ended up dying off, but the person that survived had to eat his friend for survival. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, that just goes to show you, I mean, all throughout human history, there's been accounts of cannibalism. And while, I mean, hey, <laughs> cannibalism is creepy, let's face it. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 there's no other way around it. It's morally, I'm just going to say it's morally fucked up. Sorry for my language, (laughs) but I'm sorry. Cannibalism is crazy. But if you go um, and look back throughout history, it's a common practice when we're talking about survivalism. So I don't blame the Donner Party for having to resort to that. When there's absolutely nothing left and you're starving to death. I mean, a lot of people in that situation would just starve to death, and a lot of people in that situation have just, they would rather starve to death than resort to that. Sure. But you can't really fault anybody for the decisions they do make in order to survive, because not everybody is willing to uphold all of their morals and die. Sure. Rather than let a few things slip by and, you know, in the long run, live a full life. Well, and from a scientific standpoint, um, it is a proven fact that when people go into starvation mode, the chemicals in their brain change and they actually become crazy. Yeah. So a lot of times you get hampered judgment. um, You have a lot of desperation coming out. And then all of a sudden you're eating your friend. It's animalistic almost. Like your survival instincts come out. And if if your survival instincts tell you to... eat that dead body then well yeah and we are like you said we're animals yeah um and if you uh study other animals like lions wolves when they become severely famished they will turn on one another as well if you study animals cannibalism is a very common thing um when studying mammals uh herds get desperate and they eat each other and that's what happened in the donner party and i also want to note Something that's also crazy and how desperate the Donner Party had to get is they would go into the carcasses of their dead livestock for warmth. Mm -hmm. They'd climb into these rotting, decaying animal carcasses and burrow under the carcass for warmth. That's crazy. Can you imagine that, Kylie? Uh, No, I can't. Like, at the point where none of that even matters, like... No, you're so cold. You're so cold. You're digging in there. Survival. You're like anything that's gonna keep me warm. Literally anything. And when you have little kids, like imagine being a parent and you've got like this six year old kid, and you're like, do I let him stay out in the cold to freeze to death, or do I shove him inside this dead cow? Yeah, Jimmy, get in the cow. (laughs) Serious. I know that it smells bad, but But get in it. We're trying to live. (laughs) But Lewis. Kiesberg was the last survivor. Um, he supported himself during the last weeks by cannibalism. You know, he was the last one left just surrounded by dead bodies. He mm-hmm. he didn't leave the camp until April 21st. Wow. He was there for a very long time. He was. A very long Poor time. Poor guy. So in the end, the total death count was 42 with 47 survivors. So that's almost 50-50. Yeah. Which is insane. That is absolutely insane it was the worst disaster of the overland migration to california by far really the worst really i did not know that yeah no it like it was bad because other wagon trains you'd lose people due to illness or whatever on the oregon trail but the donner party was a whole nother story like being stranded resorted resorting to cannibalism like dying 
not only from illness, but just from exposure and sure. the elements. Like, yeah. It was bad. But, you know. Donner Party was some unlucky crowd of people. Yeah. And the place where they were stuck now is named after them. There's the Donner Pass and Donner Lake. Um, and I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. It's kind of morbid when you think about it. Like, yeah. that that area is named after. But, that, you know, they're, but, uh, they're a part of history. Of it's a huge part of they're history. They're a part of history. I mean, this was during... And it's also to commemorate all the people that died. It's sure. like, you know, it, a tragedy occurred here. Like, this was horrific, but... Yeah, well, and go go research the Oregon Trail. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of crazy stories go on how desperate people got. Oregon Trail. Yeah, go play Oregon Trail. You'll yeah. you'll see how hard it it's... was to survive back then just by playing that game. It's a blast. <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. not for the people that, back yeah. then, but the computer game now yeah, is great. Game form in game, and some elementary schoolers play it too. Some schools yeah. assign characters. Our elementary school did. Yeah, yeah, I remember doing it in elementary school. Bitten by a rattlesnake. Oh, is that how you died? No, I survived. Oh, you survived. I survived. I didn't survive the Oregon Trail. I Uh. died giving childbirth. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I drowned in a river. Nice. We both died. (laughs) Awesome. We didn't make it. Neither of us survived the Oregon Trail. Nope. Bummer. Great time. But that's the daughter party. Um, Very sad story. Crazy. Glad I wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glad I didn't have to worry about migration at this time period. Because no matter how you were migrating to California, like, it was going to be rough. So. Sure. Thank God for planes. Am I right? And cars. We've we've come a long way. We've come a really long way. So make sure to follow us on social media. Um, On Twitter and Instagram, we're at KNR underscore rewind. You can email us at knrhistoryrewind at gmail.com. And as always, let us know what you want us to talk about. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. So hit us up. All right. Well, that's it for us. Uh, Y'all have a good night. (laughs) Uh, Do something fun. Watch a movie. Research history. Go relax. Have a a chill day. Yeah. We'll catch y'all later. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,